Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Bernstein and Holmes on this Friday, and it's okay to say some nice things about the White Sox every once in a while. And I've been trying to figure out, like, we should do some sort of sounder for... Bernstein and Holmes say nice things about the Sox. Boy, oy, oy, oy. Well, I'm thinking the beginning of New Pollution by Beck. Okay. I'm thinking... A little dreamy, little yeah. floaty, yeah. I, I, I think we should use that like okay. whenever we... When there are nice things to be said about the White Sox. But here, here's the thing, though. This may fall into the category of damning with faint praise. No, okay. I, I, I think there are a lot. Of, I actually think there's going to be a bunch of cool stuff that, and for between now and the beginning of the season, there's already stuff that I'm going, oh, that's kind of cool. Now, granted, we won't get tweeted at or texted or called by the White Sox or or get you know like backhanded references right. from members of White Sox management in in stories in the Athletic. When we say nice things about the White Sox, like that, Uh-oh! that won't happen. Right, there won't be little petty grievances right. and grudges. Yeah, there, there, and, and, and needless immature battles. Yeah, there won't okay, be any good, of that good. when we say the nice stuff about the White Sox. That'll, I, that's that'll be good. that'll be completely ignored, Dan. Like whenever we say the nice stuff, completely ignored by them. But there are a lot of cool things that that are happening at Camelback Ranch. So yesterday, our buddy Ryan McGuffey was on the show, and we had a long conversation about a bunch of stuff, including the White Sox Talk podcast episode. But I felt like the headline from the talk with Guff yesterday had to do with the way the White Sox are doing things in Arizona this year under Pedro Grifol. They're doing drills here that are very detail-oriented about the little things that lost them a lot of games. One-hop drills, I mean, at a very close distance with their back turn where they blow a whistle and boom, ball's already in motion, and they're, and they're picking it. Uh, pop, pop-ups with tennis, ra- tennis balls on te- tennis rackets where the catchers are throwing the mask off and looking up and having to make a play that's tough. Things that, I don't, these are like, like I said, it seems very elementary and like PFP-type stuff at spring training, but they're doing these little things that Pedro Grifol has seen from across the diamond over the last few years by being the bench coach of the Kansas City Royals. And the one thing I like, the message he told to the team is that he's not talking about what the goal of spring training is, what the expectations of 2023 are. He's saying, here's our goals for the next five days. And that's what, that's what we're focused on. We're going to accomplish these three things. At the end of the five days, we go back to we accomplish our goals. What were we short on? What were we, what were we great on? Boom, here's our goal for the next five days. You know what that sounds... PFP, by the way, pitching, fielding, practice. Yeah, pitcher fielding, practice. But what it sounds like to me, just doing a little detective work here, it's, it sounds, 
and I know this is a bit inscrutable, so I'm 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 pulling from a lot of different places here to try to come up with a with a picture in my mind's eye. But this appears to be managing a baseball team uh-huh. to prepare for a season. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. It, it, how about that? Like, how about we work on the things that you're not good at? Let's let's do some of that and see if we can figure out are some of the issues reaction time or is it placement? Like, it, it's it's really simple. Like, where you're doing kind of a diagnostic on each of the players to try and make them better at what it is they do. I love the tennis racket idea. Also saves guys because hitting pop-ups is not fun, nor yeah, the, is it easy. The last time I saw something like that, do you remember Tony Campana on the Cubs? He's very fast. Yes, and had a giant glove. Yes. He was a little man with a massive glove. Because, you know, he needed it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. fine. You could just say he needed it. Right. And one of his drills was a a racquetball. And they would take a racquetball racket and smack a racquetball, and he would chase it down. He'd he'd go catch it. Because he was fast. But, yes, I I think that – I think, Dan, that that your detective work on this is top-notch. I think you have cracked the code of what Guff was talking about when he was talking about what was happening. They're running drills to prepare for a baseball season. Right. So this is really going to blow your mind, okay? Whoa. If if you've already been like, wow, look at Pedro Grafol out here managing a baseball team and preparing them for a season, I've got more, like, good White Sox stuff for you. Like, very positive White Sox stuff. You're not going to believe what Pedro Grafol had to say about the batting order. I spent a lot of time researching where to put who to, to best give us the value and the production that we need to maximize our run score. Um, and then when you put the names down on paper, you realize that this lineup's pretty deep. And then when you add Andrews to the lineup, it gets even deeper. So um, it's a really good problem to have. We got versatile guys that can hit in a lot of different places in the order. So I have kind of an idea, but it's too early. He's researching the order in which to deploy his hitters. Right. I spent a lot of time researching where to put who. Yeah. Look at look at us. Look at us. Look at us. The manager of the White Sox thinks that it's a good idea to research where people should be in a lineup. Yeah, this is this is like Matt Nagy 200 level stuff. Right? Because you know, it's important. You know, to win baseball games. Mm-hmm. So you research it and you say, here's an idea. I'm going to put a guy in a place for a reason. Right. And not just because the at-bats look good. Mm-hmm. You seen those at-bats? I'm not going... I, I don't suspect, and maybe he will at some point, I don't suspect Pedro Grafol is going to be like, you know who should bat first? You see Larry's at-bats? That guy. I can't imagine that any of his research would tell him Larry should be leading off 
or Leori should get more at bats than Eloy. Because that's the way you kind of have to look at it. You, you're, the top of your order should be the guys who you want to bat more often. Right. So guys like Andrew Vaughn and Eloy Jimenez who get on base and drive in runs, that they should be hitting more. Like you're better hitters. Over the course of a season, when you add up the number of plate appearances that you want to distribute on your team, you right. want to make sure that your good hitters have more of them. Right. Tim Anderson should have more at-bats. Mm-hmm. Like That's a good idea. See, Dan? This is sound baseball chatter here on The Score this morning mm-hmm. because, you know, logic isn't that all we've been asking for? That's all that's all that any of us have been asking for is make it make, make sense. Make it make sense. Just make all. make it make sense. And the fact that seeing Andrew Vaughn at first base makes sense. Yep. That looks normal. It looks more normal it, than him in the outfield. Than him running to the corner to pick up the ball. But in Andrew Vaughn's defense, I will give the young man a lot of credit. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. I'm not mad at him. And they basically were like, hey, Andrew, can you play outfield? No. Well, you're playing outfield. <laughs> okay. I'll go out there and give it a go. And he didn't embarrass himself out there. But this is more natural. That he, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Dexter. <laughs> Seven seven three. I can imagine the blank stares Pedro got when he told White Sox ops he wanted to research the batting order. <laughs> well, no, like, <laughs> what? White Sox ops <laughs> was doing all of that. Yeah, they, stuff. they actually were. They the there were people working very very hard who were creating a dossier for every single game that was completely ignored because the manager was too busy sleeping. It's like Ray. And drinking. Ray gives us all this stuff every day, and then we're like, hey, where's the blah, blah, blah? You mean in the packet of things that I gave you this I morning? I look at the packet. I always look at the packet. I even look at uh, these score promos sponsored things we're supposed to read. Is, are we supposed to read one now? No. The next segment, when we talk about the Cubs, talk about the Cubs I, I'm supposed to read this. I got it. I'm on it. I'm a radio professional, damn it. Yeah, you're you're really proving it today. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm, <laughs> you can teach a class on this show. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.